Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Hello world, Shelly Shearer here and welcome to the show. It has been a week of ups and downs and I'm going to share some of them with you and and uh, and share my thoughts and, and feelings on some of the things that have happened. So first, some exciting news. It was very lovely. Uh, my coach has got my website sort of built. We've decided to stick with the Living Well with Shell umbrella and everything's going to be under that. And that website is actually live. <laughs> we are just building content into it right now. So everything there right now is just placeholder, but it's livingwellwithshell.com. You can reach me there. And which means now there's an actual email address, Shelly at livingwellwithshell.com, <laughs> which is so much more professional. I'm rather excited about it. And the .ca version just forwards to it. In that embodiment now is where the links to the, you know, to the ebook are and the links to a new blog that I'll be starting and the links to the podcast. So it's sort of one-stop shopping and I, I really just appreciate him so much. He really wanted everything to be live before my first speaking engagement in two weeks and I really just appreciate. I just really wanted to put some gratitude out to Adam for, for the hard work he's done this past week. So that's been kind of exciting for me. I also received this wonderful note from a listener and we'll just call her Kay because I do. I will keep your guys's, um, if you reach out to me, I will keep your uh, your, what's the word I'm looking for? Who you are. That's not the word I'm looking for, uh, anonymous, because that's only fair, because I just want you to know how much I appreciate when you reach out to me. When Kay reached out to me a week ago just to thank me for a podcast, and I think I might have even mentioned this on my podcast last week, so if I did, I apologize, because last week I had a real struggle. First time ever, re-recorded a podcast three times. I've never done that, but my mind was all over the place, and I just wasn't feeling concise and it really just bothered me actually. Uh, it is what it is, but I may have actually already mentioned this in last week's podcast. But anyways, it touches me like no other words when people reach out. And when you do this to anyone, if you do not think making the effort matters, it does. She touched me beyond words. She lifted me up on a day where I was feeling very, very down and it was just wonderful to be appreciated and have those words of affirmation. And I know, because I make a huge effort effort of this in my own life, I am one of those people that gives feedback all over the place. Because you don't know, even if someone's making a mistake, you're dealing with staff and maybe you've had a bad experience, how is that business ever going to know that you're unhappy if you don't tell them? You don't need to be judgmental or snotty or rude. That's just absolutely not appropriate. But a gentle word or a suggestion or your appreciation for one thing, but let them know that you know they kind of lacked in a little something else, gives people and businesses feedback to how to improve because businesses that you want to do business with, they want to improve. Take my word for it. They want to be better. Businesses that don't care what you have to say, don't do business with them. Honest to God, those are just, those are not the businesses that will last or if they do, well, the world is full of people that 
that will deal with companies like that, but it doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be you. So never think that feedback is a bad thing. It is not. I am so grateful for in my young 20s that I had mentors at work and stuff that steered me in better directions, that told me, you know, Shelly, maybe not that. And it might have been uncomfortable or embarrassing at the time, but let me tell you, those were the soft uh, pushes and nudges I need needed to become the person I am today. Okay? Silence is not golden in lots of situations. So that's uh, one and two that I just wanted to mention. So I was just really grateful. And like I say, if you smile first, nine times out of ten, someone will smile back at you. That's why I always find that wherever I go, I love the people. And then I will read somebody's review and say, oh, it was terrible. I'm thinking, yeah, but... Sometimes you just read people that are very negative and if you're on social media or on TripAdvisor and places like that or you can backtrack to people's profiles and realize that they just say negative things to everybody, to all over the place. Yeah, you don't want to listen to those people. But when I take myself and my husband go somewhere, we take our good attitude with us. We always find that we are treated well and nine times out of ten have a really great experience because we brought it with us. We brought the happiness with us. So I always encourage you, bring you to all situations, bring the happy you to all situations, and you will be very surprised at the reactions you will get back because people just feed off other people. It's just the way of the world. However, today I want to talk about sometimes you're the uh, the fox and sometimes you're the freaking hen house because I tell you, this was a week where uh, there was a, a bit of hen house and that was me this week. I got stuck with another whole round of last minute legal stuff I had to do for this um court case we're going to next week for a bad real estate investment we did 13 years ago. And I have to say, part of it is a whole bunch of nonsense in my head that I tell myself. Always try to remember that all your thoughts are just your thoughts, okay? They doesn't make them real, doesn't make them a reality. All they are is your thoughts. So I made this comment to my coach about how I was down at my family's last week and sitting there dealing with my mother who's losing her mind and my father with advanced dementia and even talking to my sister, I felt like I was 15 again instead of 54. And my coach said, well, that's just you thinking that. Granted, you know, our family's fairly dysfunctional, but it is true. My parents may not have changed and their attitudes are all still very the same, but the story that I'm telling myself about how I'm feeling or how they're making me feel That's just my story. That's just me telling myself that. So always remember that in any situation, what you're thinking is just you thinking it. Doesn't make it reality. Doesn't really even make it the other person's reality. Actually, it never makes it the other person reality. Uh, Really what I wanted to say there is it doesn't make it truth for the other person. It's only a truth that you're trying to convince yourself of. So really give that some, some serious thought. So one of the things that was happening yesterday with my mind chatter was that I kept telling myself, I can't do this, I can't do this. Legal stuff, fine. I can accept that it does not come naturally to me. Unlike numbers, which just really... My sister made a funny comment to me the other day. She was feeling so bad. She goes, I don't understand why I didn't get your gift of able to work stuff out. And I look at her and I've, I've been doing this to her her whole life saying, stop, I'm just, stop. We just have different gifts. She can be, her language can be very insecure and I I don't like that. She's a very competent woman. However, I was talking to a girl from the next day when I was um, visiting and 
And she says, well, at the same token, you have different life experiences. I was sort of thrown out into the world and told to survive, which has made me the person I am. My sister has lived a very sheltered life, has never really had to stretch her wings in a matter in a manner to which I had to. I am actually very grateful for that. Although when you're younger, when things aren't fair in a family and you see stuff in justice or in balance, you can get very victimized. I certainly did in my 20s. I felt very much like a victim. Well, I had to get over that if I wanted to be a better me, if I wanted to become a, just more. I couldn't live there. And so I don't. And I didn't. I, I made changes. I, I did what I needed to do to get out of that. But my sister's comment about that was, you know, my, my words were stop it, quit saying that to yourself, and you have different gifts. But at the same token, it is there is some truth to certain things because she never was forced into situations that I was forced into. And that does make for different skill sets, different abilities to cope, different abilities to to fight and survive. That that unfortunately just is the deal. But the the fortunate part of all of that, which I really hope my listeners will listen to this specifically, is your past. That's what that is. It is just your lessons. Okay? So it makes you who you are and you need to quit telling yourself stories about this, that, and the next thing. And just accept that your past is simply that. Quit living there. So many people pitch a tent in their past. I know I did for years. Oh my goodness. And I really had to learn to stop it. Stop complaining. Stop comparing. And just stop victimizing about situations that were really designed to teach me to be the person I am today. That's all your past is too. So treat it like it's the story it is. And be the person you are today. So speaking of the fox in the hen house. So yeah, some days we're the fox. Other days we're the hen house. And this legal stuff and some stuff with client work this week, I felt like I was the hen house. I just truly felt like the fox was in the hen house. And I was fully under attack every which way from Sunday. And really, again, just a story I'm telling myself. Just a story I'm telling myself. Whatever I'm, where I'm going and what I'm doing, that's all there is. The rest of it, like I say, it's just a story you tell yourself. Now, like I say, this, I really had to stop with this self-chatter. You know, my ego, whatever, just like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. Yes, I can. I can do anything I put my mind to it. And you know, logically, I know that. I'm quite a bright person. I'm certainly no Einstein. But I do have a very logical way of thinking. And despite my mental limitations for my fibromyalgia, I really do have a really good natural innate ability to figure crap out. I'm, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm aware of it and I am grateful for it. I actually don't want to do this. And I keep leaving it to the last minute. Now, let me ask you all something. Is that a high functioning habit? Yeah, not so much. So what's happening is I am... I'm procrastinating and I'm letting, you know, bad behavior and I'm not controlling how I feel about things. And really all I'm doing is creating a lot of regret for myself. And what is this podcast about? Not living in regret. Okay. So just know that I go through this stuff. That's why I share it with you. You are not alone. Okay. Coaches out there, we are not all these people of perfection that have got it all figured out. We are people that are figuring it out. And while we figure stuff out, we share it with you. That 
really is all I'm looking for. Now, I had an interruption in the middle of this podcast. I had to stop it and answer the phone. I forgot to turn my cell phone off. And it was amazing because now I have something I really want to share with you on exactly this topic. My sister was like my son's other mom growing up. I was a single mom. She's a huge part of his life. And I and that's a great thing. My grandparents were my runaway from home, escape my parents thing. My sister is my son's runaway from home and talk and, and go get um, sympathy from Addie and, uh, and such. But my sister has, and she's just coming into this awareness. And it was such, I literally got goosebumps all over my body. I'm not kidding. She has a serious need to be liked. I don't know. We, you know, we all, I could speculate where that comes from. That is not my job. And it's certainly not my job to share that with the world on her behalf. But I have watched her do this her whole life uh, in other situations, just not with my son. And she does things that aren't always in her best interest or the healthiest for her as a person or in the most respect even for herself because there's this underlying need to be loved and accepted. She has come to the conclusion and the awareness that she has the ability to stop him hurting her. And it was, I have to tell you, it was like an aha moment, like the light bulb went on. And like I say, the fact that that awareness for her has finally clicked. My son can treat her like shite sometimes. Because what happens is he goes to her and he's had another crisis and something's happened. And if she doesn't give him the answer she he wants, he just has a little moment of, I don't like you very much right now. Or, you know, I hate you and you're not seeing my point of view. And he marches off and ignores her. And then she always chases him down, says, sweetie, let's talk it out. Come on, you're not being fair. She always goes back to make it right for him. But you see, that's her need driving that situation. This time, and if all my listeners aren't aware, we had to show a little tough love to my, our, my son um, as a family. About a month ago, his latest endeavor has gone down the tubes yet again. And unfortunately, because we have never, ever made him really suck it up figure it out for himself and live with his consequences. We always rescue him. And the whole family just said no this time. And when I say the whole family, it's because as a family, my parents own a property that my son wanted to just go live in for free while they got themselves their feet under them. And we know for a fact that he would never leave it. Um, but you know what? That's Again, that's a story we're telling ourselves. But for whatever reason, everyone just stood back and said, no, not again. He is turning 32 years of age. It is time that he acted like a man. And if this situation is what it is, they need to figure it out. And it was been the toughest thing to do. So everyone's, you know, feeling very hurt and his fiance is barely speaking to us. And he is not telling us where he is. I know he's in the country because he sent me a message and came to see me and picked up all his stuff. But we have no idea where he's staying, what he's doing, what work. We have no idea what their plans are because they have chosen that since we didn't give them what they wanted, they have cut us all off, that we abandoned them and they've, that's fine. That's the story they're telling their, them, themselves. Through all this, my sister has come to this realization. So if nothing else, I hope my son grows up and, and um, learns finally from the situation. But if he doesn't, it's my sister that I'm so excited about. Because if nothing else, this situation was the, this was the one where she woke up. Doesn't matter if it happened 50 times before, and in your life it's no different. Doesn't matter if it happens again. What matters is when you wake up, when you make the realization that, hey, 
I'm actually letting this situation happen. I am letting this fox run around in this hen house. And I have the strength, ability, and awareness to stop it. To just say, you know what? I shouldn't be loved only when I'm doing everything the other person wants me to do that benefits them. That's actually not love, just FYI. So I really wanted to share that. That to me was just, I can't even begin to tell you how I feel right now. It's like awe-inspiring for me to, to see someone just wake up to that sort of realization. There is nothing at all in my life. This is why I podcast. This is why I do what I do. There is nothing in my life that is more gratifying and fulfilling for me as a person than other than just talking to her. I really haven't helped in the situation. She phoned me and shared her awareness. But when I can help people get to that awareness or when they share their, their, with, their uh, successes with me, there is no better feeling on the planet for me than I am, I am doing what I'm called to do. And I'm being who I'm called to be. And that is the most amazing feeling on the planet. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today. And remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far that you better have a plan.